At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. What's up? Welcome in. It is The Edge here on VSIN. We got a good show today. Jimmy Ott, host of Jimmy Ott's Game Time over on ESPN 104.5 FM in Baton Rouge, is going to be with us. Something going down for LSU today? What's going on? There? Big day for LSU. We got a bowl game, we got a big college hoops game tonight. Yep. And then we're also going to talk about the uh, all-SEC championship game could've on Monday it. night with Jimmy Ott. Never could have saw it coming. What a surprise. SEC title game rematch. Uh, and a lot, of, you know, a lot of football, National Football League stuff. Before we get to some of the news of the day and some of the moving numbers in the NFL, I know you've been dying. You loved every second of Big Ben's send-off at Heinz Field yesterday. 26-14, mm-hmm. the final score. Uh, a late touchdown, by the way, uh, ruining some nights if you're you know, teasing things and whatnot on some of the closing numbers. But regardless, Big Ben gets sent off in a big way. He gets to do the lap. He gets to slap hands with everybody at Heinz Field. It was one of the most disgusting games I've ever watched from a football standpoint. And uh, I got to tell you, I moved it to the laptop and I had the two TVs on NBA. What are we, like, what are we doing? Like, that's, it was such a poorly played game on both sides. Yeah, I got, I got to admit, I was pretty emotional last night. Tears <laughs> in the eyes. Because you were watching this football? <laughs> the the uh, last game for Big Ben. The winning quarterback had 2.7 yards per attempt. The other guy got sacked nine times. It was bad offensive football. There's no question. And uh, you can't say it was great defensive football. It was just inept offensive play uh, last night. And, uh, you know, I, I thought that Kevin Stefanski coached a really poor game on the Cleveland side of it. First of all, you and I were talking before the show. How do you not run Nick Chubb more? How do you just not get the ball to Nick Chubb more often? Passes out of the backfield or whatever. Baker Mayfield hit his first pass and then misfired 10 in a row. Let's go ahead and get this out of the way. Monday Night Football stats from ESPN Stats and Info. A tale of two bad quarterbacks. Big Ben attempted 34 passes in the first half for 96 yards. Think about that. First player in the last 40 years with at least 30 pass attempts and fewer than 100 yards and a half. The way football's meant to be played. Baker Mayfield completed his first pass to Jarvis Landry for 20 yards. His next 10 pass attempts were either incomplete or (laughs) intercepted. (laughs) This was a really bad football game last night, but it was all emotions at the end with – Big Ben and the Steelers getting the win. And, hey, Mike Tomlin is not going to have a losing record again. He's yeah. not, never had a losing record 
as a coach, and the Steelers go to uh, eight, seven, and one with the uh, with the win last night. And it was the flip of the favorites was the right move, and obviously it was not an over adjustment in the number because the Cleveland Browns brought uh, next to nothing to the stage last night on uh, Monday night. And you know, I'll say this too: a couple things. Mm-hmm. You and I have talked about this for two months. The Browns could still be in this thing with a shot to win the AFC North if they had stuck with Case Keenum two months ago. I said that the Browns had a better shot to win with Case Keenum instead of a beat-up Baker Mayfield. And once again last night, he did nothing to help his team win that game. He was a detriment to the team. Uh, Still, Keenum gives the Browns a better chance to win. And I don't know why Kevin Stefanski can't make that move. And one more thing about Stefanski. And I, I, don't, I didn't watch the Manning cast. I don't know if Peyton Manning called this out last night. I was watching the regular Monday night football broadcast. I don't understand why so many NFL coaches are incompetent when it comes to game management. The Browns had three timeouts, which is great. Mm-hmm. A minute 20 left, you're in, you're in the red zone. Those three timeouts are like gold, and you have to treat them that way. Uh, if you score with 45 seconds left and you still have the three timeouts, that's fine. Because you can force the Steelers to run three plays and punt, and at least you get the ball back. Why did Kevin Stefanski use a timeout with a minute 15 seconds to go after Baker Mayfield quarterback sneaked for a first down at about the 12-yard line? He called timeout, and that completely blew the Browns' chances to win the game unless they recovered the onside kick. Yep. Uh, I agree. Uh, we were talking about this off the air with Pritch when we were you know, switching spots at the desk. Hey, in that situation, do you not call two plays? Right. You call the quarterback sneak, and then you have something to get ready. I know, I know what you don't call, and it's a timeout. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You probably should call. You probably should have three plays called, and uh, it's just it's inexcusable to me when a coach does that. And the Monday Night Football broadcast crew, and I, I don't try to be too critical of these guys. It's a tougher job than it looks like, and everybody on Twitter bashes them anyway. But if you've got uh, Steve Levy, Brian Greasy, and Lewis Reddick who thinks he should be an NFL. Uh, GM, I guess, up in the booth. How does one guy not question yep. Kevin Stefanski's use of a timeout with a minute 15? That is a horrible use of a timeout. You, you can't do that. And not one guy in the booth questioned it. Yeah. I mean, we can probably go into the conversation <laughs> around like league relationship with ESPN and all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, I think you're right. You know, at some point, you got to point that out that you've just shot yourself in the foot <laughs> and you have made this so that, hey, you know what? You got to recover this onside to get this game. To have a chance at winning this game. You've got three timeouts. Yep. Steelers go three run, 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 punt. You get the ball back. You got well, a chance to Steelers, win the game. You can't use the timeout. Steelers did go three and out on the next drive, but it was three plays, 45 yards for a touchdown. So. Well, yeah. <laughs> but regardless, your point stands, and I would agree with that. And look, these, these broadcasts are never going to be perfect. And even I think it was uh, Aaron Rodgers reportedly called them out on it, but regardless. Did he? Yeah, when he was on the uh, Manning cast. Well, you wonder, you know, when you watch the Cowboys, Mike McCarthy, and how McCarthy mismanages games. Cost him it, No wonder. That, I can sympathize with Aaron Rodgers more now after watching McCarthy. Can you imagine how McCarthy's uh, clumsiness used to drive Rodgers crazy? I'm sure. Oh, it would yeah. drive me insane, too. Yeah. And it cost the Cowboys uh, an ability to challenge what looked like a potential fumble that would have given them the ball with a little over two minutes to go into one score game against the Arizona Cardinals. So uh, we look ahead to next week to uh, reiterate for those who don't have it fresh in their mind. Pittsburgh next week will take on Baltimore. Pittsburgh needs a win, a Colts loss, and that Chargers-Raiders game just can't end in a tie. That's what needs to happen for the Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> to make it into the postseason. That would be hilarious if that actually happened. Well, I would love the scenario that, uh, that says the, whatever happens in Week 18 – the Chargers and Raiders could then tie and then both make it to the postseason. Could right. you imagine 60 minutes of just kneeling the ball? That would be absolutely great. Yeah, we don't risk anything. Let's just get out of here. But regardless, we, we've seen this number actually move here a little bit with the, when it comes to the Ravens and the Steelers. Humans, I saw, I think I saw four and a half and fives uh, out there before I was walking in. It's five and a half. Yeah, now. five and a half right now. And it does look like potentially uh, that one Lamar Jackson could play in this game. But yeah, five and a half across the board with a total of 42. Yeah, we were doing our point spread weekly picks this morning, and the Ravens were one that uh, I sent in. And after you watched the Steelers last night, I I think they uh, shot everything they had left in that game last night, which is not a lot, because uh, that offensive performance was pathetic. And you're not going to win games like that, and you're not going to beat a Baltimore team on the road with Lamar Jackson coming back, and especially a Baltimore team that's got to be – I think really on edge after losing so many close games. Yeah. 
So after the celebrations and seeing the celebration for Big Ben last night and the way the Steelers played offensively, I think they're going to be a fade in Week 18. Yep, I, I think so too. And we just uh, these are two flawed teams, and it is going to be incredible if one of them makes it into the postseason if everything falls that way. Because yeah. I I would think that they're going to be, especially if it's the Steelers, a, a bet against in whatever matchups is going to be. Like, can you imagine a revenge matchup against the Buffalo Bills, for example? Well, you and I've talked about this for a few weeks. The yeah. Steelers have actually been pretty good at home, especially in the dog role. They've yep. they've held their own at home. When they get on the road, they just get blown out and embarrassed. Uh, so, yeah, they would be a fade. But the Steelers are not going to make the playoffs. Um, other news today, as we move on from here, it was just coming down as we walked in. It does look like the uh, Cincinnati Bengals dealing with a small COVID outbreak. So you got multiple starters that have been added to the COVID list for the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, this has been one where we have seen the line move. And it's funny, you and I discussed this uh, on the opening lines, right? Cleveland was initially a three-point favorite here for Week 18 mm-hmm. uh, against the Cincinnati Bengals. And I brought up the fact that, you know, that's kind of weird. Right, Cleveland essentially eliminated. We know Cleveland's eliminated. We didn't see any adjustment. But we saw an adjustment on the Monday night game, and the Bengals might have something to play for here. Well, now you're sitting at threes across the board in favor of Cincinnati, but uh, we're starting to see this light up. Two and a half are starting to appear now too, as the news is Cincinnati is dealing with a COVID outbreak. Yeah, you would think Joe Burrow's not going to play. He's a little bit banged up. Why would he play in Week 18? I, I think he's the guy who should be resting uh, this week, without a doubt. And. Uh, I actually like Cleveland a little bit better, again, with Case Keenum at quarterback. So do I. So, uh, you know, I, I will consider the Browns as a bet at this point with the COVID issues on the Cincinnati side and Keenum at quarterback. It was announced today that Baker Mayfield's going to undergo surgery on his non-throwing shoulder, and he's going to be out this week, so it is going to be Keenum. And I think that uh, could make Cleveland a play. Yep. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And we haven't really seen a ton of move since uh, yesterday in terms of some of the numbers that we have gone through uh, outside of the ones that we discussed yesterday, some of the news and uh, COVID outbreaks aside that were breaking when we were on the show. So that seems to be the biggest one. But I will say and point out, uh, one, this San Francisco 49ers game looks like it's getting to four in mm-hmm. multiple spots. So that's going to be a, that's a heavy steam play on the San Francisco 49ers, which isn't surprising. I think San Francisco, and it was a bet that I have actually put in a plus five and a half, San Francisco is a popular play, and I think the Rams, you've pointed this out, Matthew Stafford has not been playing good football, and I would think that that seems a pretty, pretty overvalued number given what we've seen from these two teams coming in. And I don't know if you saw the news, but the door is open. There are some positive vibes around the fact that Darren Waller could be back for the Las Vegas Raiders oh, yeah. on Sunday night. Oh, yeah. That's why actually when, when I made that Raiders plus three bet this week, I said I can always get out of it later in the week if I want. Uh, you know, I could bet the Chargers money line late in the week if, uh, if I feel like it. Uh, but – the reason I made the bet a plus three, I thought that was going to be the best number on the underdog. And also, there's a pretty good chance Darren Waller is going to be back. This yep. Raiders offense in the five games since Thanksgiving without Darren Waller, 16 points per game. Yep. Pretty pretty weak offensive uh, showings without Waller. But it looks like a really good chance that he's going to be back on the field Sunday night. Yep, a really big piece uh, for the Las Vegas Raiders and a team that I think can exploit a weakness that the Los Angeles Chargers already have, right? Which is that run on, that run defense, which invites the run, uh, but not, doesn't necessarily stop it every mm-hmm. time they invite it. So still holding it three. That three is here at the South Point, pretty much everywhere else where they alter the juice. It is two and a half or three with some altered juice there. So if you want to get a three flat with the Las Vegas Raiders, tip of the strip here at South Point is the place to go. All right, uh, we have plenty left to get to with the remainder of the show. Again, coming up in 15 minutes, Jimmy Ott's going to give us a perspective for LSU uh, in this contest test later today against Kansas State. Which bowl is it? The Texas Bowl. Texas Bowl. Uh, Texas, I, they all run together. Uh, when we come back, though, let's talk a little college hoops. Let's talk basketball in general here <laughs> on The Edge. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. (laughs) 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is The Edge on VSN, the sports betting network. If you missed out on any part of our show, The Edge, or anything on the VSN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all of our shows or download or listen on your schedule. Go to vcin.com slash podcast. Get everything that you love and more all free and available now. vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Matt Humans. We got a big day actually in college hoops today. Um, much better than yesterday. We had two games in the Big Ten, mm-hmm. right? But other than that, it was a somewhat boring day. And we're going to talk with Jimmy Ott because the big SEC matchup between Kentucky and LSU tips off at 4 p.m. Pacific time, our time. Uh, but I will let you take the floor because we have a lot going on and a lot of ranked teams in action facing off. Yeah, let's start with uh, number one Baylor in Oklahoma tonight. And, uh, you know, I like this Oklahoma team. I actually power rated uh, the Sooners. Uh, fourth or fifth in the Big 12 before the season. And uh, a lot of that has to do with Porter Moser. He's a hell of a coach. I knew that, you know, he gets, he gets Tanner Groves, a transfer from Eastern Washington. And uh, I thought the Sooners were going to be a team that had a lot of upside. Had a surprising home loss to Butler uh, yeah. a few weeks ago. Otherwise, this Oklahoma team's played pretty well. I, I 12 points, not enough for me to jump in. Uh, here against a Baylor team that just can be suffocating defensively. And uh, that's I think that's a little bit of uh, my problem here tonight is that I, I think Baylor is just going to be too good on the defensive end of the floor for me to take the 12 points uh, with the Sooners in Waco. So I passed on that game. I do want to talk about the Kentucky-LSU game, which we're going to talk about with uh, Jimmy Ott again in uh, 15 minutes. But quickly tonight, can, this Kentucky team's on a roll. Uh, but th- it's only the second true road game of the season for the Wildcats. And the first uh, true road game was December 11th at Notre Dame, and uh, Calipari's team lost to a bad Notre Dame team. Don't mm-hmm. be fooled. This Notre Dame, this Mike Bray Notre, team, Notre Dame team's no good. Uh, that was a bad loss for Kentucky uh, that day. But since, and I'm going to say in the last four games against North Carolina, Western Kentucky, Missouri, and High Point, uh, Kentucky has been outstanding. Four straight wins by a combined 135 points. Kellen Grady, the transfer from Davidson, has been great. He's got 23s, shooting 65% uh, from three over those uh, last four games. Oscar Tashwebe has been a monster, the West Virginia transfer. Yep. He, had a, he had a game of 28 rebounds. Dude, watching him play, like, play on the glasses is incredible. Love, Love to watch guys chase rebounds like that, yeah. So Kentucky's been really impressive. I really thought Kentucky might open as a one-point favorite in this game. LSU opened minus one. I'm jumping in with LSU here off its first loss, a 12-1 and team off a 15-point loss at Auburn. But you got Darius Days, a 6'7 senior, one of the best players in the SEC, can play inside and out. And I think uh, this LSU team is a little bit better on both ends of the floor right now than Kentucky. We're going to find out tonight, but I, this atmosphere is going to be electric in Baton Rouge tonight. And I laid one with LSU. That number's up to two and a half. I really wasn't sure. When I laid one the last time with LSU, I said, I'm not sure which way this number's going to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might be able to get plus one if I wait. But no, I did move my direction to LSU uh, minus two and a half. Uh, also in the Big Ten tonight, a couple of home dogs I was going to look at. 
the most disappointing team in college basketball. That's where right I was going to go with you. It's got to be Michigan. Yep. Right? Inconsistent Michigan coming off of a loss to UCF. Not even close. It was a blowout but, loss. Yep. It was a 14 or 15 point loss. 14 loss, 85 to 71. And Michigan is a 7 and 5 team right now. I really want to play Rutgers. I want to take the four or four and a half with uh, Rutgers tonight, but I, here's why I can't do it. You remember a month ago when Purdue was at Rutgers? And Michigan and Purdue had very similar preseason ratings. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Purdue's played better than Michigan has over the first couple months. Purdue was a 13-point favorite at Rutgers. Michigan is four. Yep. So I just don't feel like you're yeah. getting the value here with uh, the home dog that you were getting because I bet Rutgers against Purdue catching the 13, but you're only getting four in this game tonight. And Michigan's still the more talented team. Unless Ron Harper Jr. goes off, Rutgers probably not going to get the win. But I'm still thinking about playing that, but it would be a small play tonight if I did play Rutgers. I did play in the Big Ten. Uh, Minnesota plus seven against Illinois. And this is uh, kind of a COVID situation where the Illini have not played a game since December 22nd. Mm-hmm. And I saw the Brad Underwood, their coach, was talking about last night. Well, there's there's some pressure for maybe uh, some people wants their players to wear face mask in the game tonight. Really? <laughs> Seriously. And, and the entire team, by the way, is vaccinated. Right. Why would the guys be wearing face masks on the well, court? Well, if that, if that's if it's at that point, why don't you just not play the game? <laughs> How, you understand. can't play basketball wearing a face mask. Well, half the time, because I know high school athletics do it a lot, and when you watch the games, it's just the masks are underneath the chin, and they're playing out there on the court. So <laughs> it's I, like a chin strap. Yeah. Uh, All right, so I'm not saying the Illini players are going to play with the face mask tonight, but I'm not sure where this team is right now because they haven't played in two weeks. They had I play ten... with the face mask, like the shield, you know what I mean, as opposed to actually the mask <laughs> The itself. clear shield? Yeah, the clear shield. <laughs> That's got to be very distracting to a shooter. <laughs> How about if you drive the lane and get smashed yeah. in your face mask? I don't think that's any good. Um, <laughs> I just you, Ten players were in quarantine with COVID. Mm-hmm. They haven't played in two weeks. Uh, I like this Minnesota team. 10 and 1, had an eight point home loss to Michigan State. Three days later, went to Michigan, won by 10. Jamison Battle was big in that game. You got, you got guards who can shoot the ball and hit the three. Battle, Peyton Willis, and EJ Stevens. I think this Minnesota team is going to be a live dog to win the game tonight. So I took uh, seven with the Gophers. You never know how a team's going to react to these long layoffs. And the Gophers have had a layoff too, but it's better for them uh, being on their home floor tonight. And the fact that. Uh, they did not have 10 players with COVID mm-hmm. like the Illini did. Well, and to, so to your point, right, uh, this is what I wanted to bring up to you. You talk about long layoffs. Uh, there has also been a long layoff for nearly a month now for Colorado State, a really mm-hmm. good team. Uh, and we were supposed to see them play Alabama. That, was, that game was canceled. Had their conference opener canceled as well. And now they get to take on Air Force. They're up to they're a 19 and a half point favorite yeah. against Air Force. Like a team, it, they're really good. And I would think a team in the flow of things would probably be able to handle things against Air Force. Yeah. But having not played for nearly a month and laying this big of a number for Colorado State, it, it seems like a tough situation for the Rams. It could be. I looked at that, too. Yeah. Now, last year, look up the score if you can. Mm-hmm. The thing with Blue Ribbon Guy this year I don't like is you don't have the logs from last year's games and this year's schedules. So it's not as good as it's been in the past. I bet Air Force in a game at Colorado State last year, and I think the Rams won by like 35. Uh, which one? Because they were playing two game series, so they won <laughs> 72 to 49 or 74 to 44. Right, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's why I didn't make the bet tonight. Right. <laughs> but I am I'm curious yeah. to your point. You know what these and even better point for there. They played a two game set against Wyoming February 4th and February 6th. They didn't play again until against Air Force until February 27th. So it's not as long of a right. layoff. But it was a pretty long layoff, almost three weeks, and they still took care of business against Air Force. So teams handle these layoffs differently. Uh, but, again, when you're talking about a Colorado State team that I, I still think, and as we can tell. You think your team's going to be rusty with a layoff like right. that. Right, and from a power rating perspective, this is a, a really respected team. You're always going to lay some inflated numbers given how good this has been. And Air Force, look, they're not very good, but they, they're coming off of an upset of Utah State in their yeah. conference opener. And Air Force is a pain in the ass to play with that offensive style at times. And it's a better coach team. Uh, now, too. Yeah, Joe Scott's doing decent yeah. job. I think Air Force is a well-coached team that should be able to hang within this number. But, again, I'm a little bit burned because, like I said last year, I thought the same thing. And uh, when I was watching the game, Air Force is down by, like, 35 or 40 points. So, uh, I, you know, I love this Colorado State team, and you mm-hmm. do, too. 
Uh, I had Colorado State clearly rated the number one team in the Mountain West before the season. I know a lot of people thought it was San Diego State, but I, I had to go with the Rams. Uh, and the guy, I, I and that's a well coached team too. Yeah, Nico Medved at Colorado State. Oh, I'm, well, I'm surprised that out of all the you know right out of the uh, the guys right that were the upstart coaches uh, you over at Utah State, Craig Smith, um, and then Nico Medved. I thought Medved would find his way out of the conference. Before a couple of the other guys. He probably will soon. Yeah. I think Craig Smith did such a great job at Utah State that he was a natural fit for the Utah job. Yep. Just, yeah. So, uh, really quickly, too, we also have other games. Look, it's a really big college schedule. Actually, it looks really intriguing. You know, Seton Hall, for example, taking on Butler. They're a three and a half point favorite on the road. Totals uh, 131.5. You haven't really seen a big budge. Uh, but Seton Hall's coming off of a loss to Villanova, played mm-hmm. relatively well, but ultimately didn't have much inside. Their defense kind of let them down. Now you're laying points on the road. Uh, against Butler, and the other one that looked interesting, I don't know if you brought this, uh, Kansas and Oklahoma State. What Kansas does here is a six-and-a-half-point favorite on the road against Cowboys. Man, Kansas has been pretty shaky. Yes, they uh, have. They're 11-1, and one, but it's like a not confident 11-1. Uh, it's, it's not very good 11-1, and one, to be honest, and uh, Kansas has been disappointing to me uh, early in the season here. I, I, I considered playing Okie State as a home dog tonight. That's one of those uh, spots where you, you think the home dog's going to be live in Stillwater, but... Uh, Cowboys have had some uh, poor performances, too. Yep. Uh, for me, that's uh, going to be a sit-back-and-watch game. And the only two bets I made tonight were uh, Minnesota plus seven and LSU minus one. Uh, I, I'd like to get on Rutgers, but I'm not sure I'm going to get there with Rutgers. I thought about Rutgers and Okie State. Those were the two others I had on my short list. Uh, quickly, want to uh, talk about last night, Wisconsin, a 12-and-a-half-point yep. dog plus 550 on the money line. That game barely sneaks over the total. Uh, but Again, what I've said about Purdue, I've bet against Purdue, I think, in every game since it got to the number one ranking. The guards cannot defend. Uh, This is not a typically good defensive uh, Purdue team. The guards are terrible at perimeter defense. And last night that was exposed. Johnny Davis for the Badgers, 37 points. It was 35 or 37 points last night. But anyway, he had a a double-double. He went off in that game. And Whiskey cashes in West Lafayette plus 550. Yep, good win for Wisconsin. All right, we'll come back. We have plenty left to get to uh, with College Hoops. Jimmy Ott's going to join us, uh, of course, host Jimmy Ott's Game Time, ESPN out in Baton Rouge. We'll also discuss the Texas Bowl later today against Kansas State and LSU. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. JVT, do you know what time it is? It's time for a great new offer from VSEN to help make this your best betting year ever. Our all-new Big Game Big Dance special provides VSEN Plus all access to everything we do now through April 5th for only $69. Sign up now to get our daily best bet emails, 24-7 video access, upcoming big game and college hoops betting guides, plus full access to VSEN.com. The most exciting betting season of the year. Don't miss out. One of the best deals of the year. Visit vcin.com slash big deal to sign up today. vcin.com slash big deal. Jimmy Ott's a big deal in Baton Rouge, JVT. Yeah, well, let's bring him in. Let's talk. we got a lot of things to discuss here. Uh, Jimmy Ott's nice enough to give us some time again. Jimmy Ott's game time, ESPN 104.5 FM in Baton Rouge. Jimmy, it's uh, good to talk to you. Uh, so I, I know humans, you're all over this game, so I figure that you should probably open this up. But we got a lot of steam on this Texas Bowl later today. Jimmy, tell us about the situation with the LSU Tigers and um, how, how, how bad a situation it might be going into this Texas Bowl tonight. We saw LSU open as a two-and-a-half-point favorite, now a seven-and-a-half-point dog against K-State in the Texas Bowl. Yeah, it reminds me, guys, of uh, the Nevada and Western Michigan game mm-hmm. uh, where they lost so many players and that line flipped uh, 14 points. So we're 10 and counting and expected to climb. Uh, officially 39 players, scholarship players, uh, in Houston for the bowl game tonight. Wow. Uh, freshman quarterback, freshman quarterback uh, Doug Nussmeyer, he, uh, he, uh, he is out for this because he doesn't want to take his red shirt off. Um, and, uh, Miles Brennan is going to rejoin the team after joining, uh, going to the transfer portal, but he is elected not to uh, restart with the team until the spring. So kind of wants to come up with a fresh start. Javante Kirkland, a four, uh, wide receiver, former uh, quarterback in high school at a 3A high school in uh, at Lutcher here in Louisiana, led his team to a couple of state titles, passed for six to 7,000 yards. 
but this is a major step up. And so, I mean, like a, maybe the Florida State Sugar Bowl where they put the old Arizona Cardinals uh, uh, wide receiver at uh, at uh, quarterback in that one for Bobby Bowden against Georgia that year, maybe a little bit of a situation like this. But 39, the, the LSU's been riddled with opt-outs and injuries, and uh, and this is – it's just been a rough situation, and uh, Ogeron's kind of left the, the cover pretty bare. Here's the inside information that you need to know, because like some others, maybe UCLA or Hawaii had ulterior motives uh, for pulling out. Uh, that's up for discussion. But LSU opted out of their bowl last year because it was a self-imposed one-year ban of, uh, for postseason. They wanted to opt out of this one as well because of the low numbers. Last year for COVID, it would have been automatic. But because of the uh, television tie-ins to the bowls, now in May, in those spring meetings, Destin, everybody wants their uh, television checks. You know, and uh, Vandy to Alabama gets the same amount. But they, uh, that's where the league stepped in and said, no, you did this to us last year. This is one of our tie-ins. Y'all are going to play. So for weeks, when it's been up for discussion, we've known that they will, play, they will indeed play tonight. 39 scholarship players. That's it for LSU tonight against K-State in the uh, Texas Bowl. Jimmy, uh, I know you bet K-State a few times this year, too. Deuce Vaughn, running back. Skyler Thompson, a quarterback, completely healthy. I love this Wildcats ground attack when those guys are healthy and no opt-outs on the Kansas State side. So if you had bet this, let's say you had bet K-State at Pickham, a cheap money line price, minus three and a half, something like that, like I did, would you still come back and hedge a little bit on uh, LSU plus seven, do you think the Tigers still got some potential to keep this game close tonight? Plus seven and a half right normally, now at the South Point. Normally, I like to hedge about 25 to 33 percent of my mm-hmm. original bet in a spot like this, but not here, Matt. Okay. And I'll tip my hat to our buddy Paul Stone. So even at the six and a half and seven, he was still laying Western Michigan. I got popped pretty good on that NFL Sunday and at, at that 10 a.m. Central time, 8 a.m. you guys time on that Monday morning with that Western Michigan. I said, I got to get something back. I'm playing Western Michigan, and it was not close, as you know, uh, that 28-point win against Nevada. At least Nevada had a backup quarterback, the big 6'9 guy that can throw. Uh, Kirkland, I mean, this is a right. tough assignment. You want to know how bad it is for LSU tonight? The place kicker, Cade York, has opted out for this one. So, I mean, everybody is out. I mean, the only bright spot in this one, uh, Alex Bregman from the Astros, Throwing a big uh, tailgate party before with free food and booze. All right. Actually, right. that LSU tailgate party at the Rose Bowl was uh, a pretty good one, too. Tommy Lee yeah. was there, yeah. JVT. No, yeah? Tommy Lee was uh, the DJ. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Close friend of Jimmy Ott. Uh, Jimmy, uh, how about the, <laughs> how about the uh, LSU defense? Uh, what do you think that – what's that going to look like tonight against that K-State running attack? Because I love that K-State ground attack. Uh, I, I like the defense, how they've adjusted uh, midseason. Um, uh, Durante Jones did a much better job than what we saw in the Rose Bowl, Matt, where they didn't trust uh, guys like Derek Stingley and Elias Ricks against UCLA's wideouts to try and help, you know, put some numbers in the box to stop that running game that was giving LSU so many problems. But, you know, a lot of these guys have opted out since that, you know, the defense is playing much better. And, you know, guys like, uh, you know, against Alabama, against Texas A&M, against Arkansas, uh, you know, the backup cornerbacks now are out. Uh, you know, some of the defensive linemen. I, I, I think, you know, one of the things where they had to purge a lot this year with the guys that wanted to play and who didn't want to play, um, they got guys that, you know, you know, the effort level was up. And that's a shame when you have to try and evaluate effort level. Uh, with a big-time expectation program like LSU. But the numbers are just so weak. The rotation is going to be down up you know, the defensive line. Look, they're, they're not even bringing half the staff. I mean, uh, right. so it's, uh, you know, Kelly's not coaching this game. It's just a – I mean, it is a it's a, it's a weak, weak situation here for against a team that has no opt-outs, as you talked about, and LSU still got that SEC uh, branding on them. And so – when the teams play against the SEC in bowl games, they want a piece of yeah. them. So uh, I, I love uh, Kansas State. Even at this spot, I would be I would be uh, I would be hesitant to hedge back on okay. my uh, original better to better number. All right, good to hear that. Have you been helping uh, Brian Kelly out with his uh, Cajun accent? 
<laughs> no, man, I'm not on that. I don't, I don't know if that's audio shop. I don't know what, but it's it's not a it's not a good sound uh, to, to kick off with down there. Yeah, not a so, but that was in the Maravich Assembly Center tonight. Uh, that was actually at a basketball game, yeah. and they are excited about this uh, Will Wade's basketball crew. And this is a completely different team from last year, Matt. And that was last year's team was a high-powered offense with very little physical uh, and mental toughness, very little effort on the defensive end. You may remember those high-profile games, the SEC title game against Alabama in the second-round game, Michigan. High-level games, but just a little bit of grit, a little bit of defensive uh, effort. This team plays defense. Uh, number three in the country right now out of 358 teams uh, in field goal percentage defense. Uh, at 41%, uh, they uh, are number two in the country in steals. They've been pressuring a lot. Uh, there are eight different players. They have a rotation of pressure uh, with 22-plus minutes, and uh, they just flat-out defend. This is one of this is a team that we have kind of uh, – in, in I've had Will on the show and asked him about the comparisons, Kelvin Sampson's Houston rugged defensive style of defenses, and maybe even going back to Bob Hogan's Cincinnati teams, but those teams – do struggle offensively at times, and that's where this team can uh, kind of go into a funk a little bit. 0 for 16 to start the game at Auburn. Now, that Auburn game was their first true road game. We know what happened to Purdue in their first true road game, Duke in their first true road game, Bama and LSU. And so it was also uh, compounded by Brandon Murray, who was really one of the young guys that is, you know, we talk about Will Wade with a chip on his shoulder. He said he just walks around campus pissed off all the time. This guy, he's the toughest. He pulled a hand, he strained to aggravate a hamstring in warmups in Auburn and never uh, dressed out. He'll be back uh, for tonight. And Kentucky, as you talked about, their second uh, true road game uh, here. We always have a, a lively crowd, even with the weaker teams at the Maravich Assembly Center for Kentucky. So with this game tonight, man, it's going to be popping uh, at the uh, at the Assembly Center tonight. Against this Kentucky team, that's just who put this uh, roster together. Uh, it's only 25% of Kentucky points from freshmen. That's not real Calipari one and done uh, type of uh, structure to the roster. So, but you talked about uh, Oscar Sheepway, uh, who is uh, number one in offensive rebounding in the country, and uh, Kentucky as a team as well. And you know, Efton Reed, the five-star uh, center for LSU, going to have to. Uh, I have to pound the glass a little bit stronger than what he did in Auburn, which I expected to do so. Jimmy, 45 seconds here. What's your take on the All-SEC title game? Man, uh, you know, 2011, uh, Alabama and LSU uh, had a rematch for the title game, and Alabama flipped the script. Nick Saban, uh, McCarron, he threw the ball in first down every time, every first down in the first half. Georgia, two-to-one pass to rush ratio team this year. They flipped the script 24 the first 35 uh, snaps were passing plays that led to their 27-3 uh, lead. I wonder if Kirby kind of divulged that, uh, that blueprint one game too early. Saban's going to be ready uh, for uh, a more respected uh, Stetson Bennett throwing the ball this time. Jimmy, it's always good to talk to you. Thank you for the time, sir. All right. We'll see you guys. Jimmy Hot 1045 up on Twitter. Host Jimmy Hot's Game Time over there on ESPN Baton Rouge. All right, we'll come back. we got a lot to get to. Uh, we can recap our best bets, look ahead, and much more as we wrap up the edge. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Best bets up next. Welcome back. This segment of The Edge is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine with all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray. No more spit cups. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths. You can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, so it's never been easier to find your Zen. Head to zen.com slash find the located store near you. That's zyn.com slash find. And warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Let's get to best bets. The association last night, uh, you had a nice one with Miami Heat. I watched that game late last night in uh, San Francisco. Yes, uh, so a one and two night last night. Uh, Hornets plus two, so they get down. This is a quintessential Hornets game. Get down by 10, then at one point take a double-digit lead themselves, but in the fourth quarter give up 41 points and ultimately lose by three, so they don't cover Mm -hmm. as a two-point underdog. Nets never in it. Uh, against the, the Memphis Grizzlies. Grizzlies are great. John ja Morant uh, with his, I think, I believe it was his fourth consecutive or fifth consecutive 30-point game. Uh, the kid's incredible. Okay. That's why I was so surprised the Grizzlies won, what, eight out of nine games when he was yeah, out? Yeah, like, or nine, or nine out, out of ten, out of ten like that, yeah. uh, when he was out? Yeah. Uh, he is nuts. The way he can finish over, like, through guys, his strength. He looks so small and wiry, but he'll take contact in the air and still finish over dudes. Uh, the, the Nets, or excuse me, the Grizzlies are playing really good basketball. Nets not. Kevin Durant has been pretty vocal about being unhappy about this, uh, but has not led to victories. What's he going to do about it? Right. And, well, and over, over, I think it was 24 points, uh, second chance points for the Memphis Grizzlies last night, just killing the Nets on the glass. So Nets minus six, a loser there. But as you mentioned, Heat plus 11. And this one was touch and go. Third quarter, Jimmy Butler goes down with an ankle injury. I think mm-hmm. I'm cooked. They go on like an 8 nothing run, but ultimately can stay within the number against the Golden State Warriors. Today, so you had a good play in the Heat, yeah. a bad play in the Nets, and then a uh, Hornets-Wizards game that was kind of a coin flip that could have gone either way at the end, right? Yeah, I can eat it. You know, yeah. at 15-29 yeah. now in the season, so we'll take it. We'll take it. No doubt. Um, all right, tonight. So this is actually the journey of this number has been pretty fascinating. We're going to go Spurs-Raptors over 222.5. So this uh, put this out this morning. This thing jumps immediately to 224.5, some spots 225 in terms of the total. So the thinking is uh, multifaceted. But the theory right now is that I brought up the other day, right? Toronto Raptors, they've been an over team already. They have their entire starting five back, which is pretty good for them, especially from an offensive standpoint. But there's no fans in the stands, as we discussed. They're only allowing friends and family into the stands, so it's an empty arena, similar to the settings in which the Orlando bubble was played, similar to the beginning of the year, when these offenses were incredible. We've had two games in Toronto that have played under these circumstances. Both games have gone over the total by an average of 14.5 points. So I'm going to kind of play on that theory here. Uh, But gets to 224.5 humans. When I park outside today, it's back down to 223, 222.5 in some spots. Well, now we're back up to 223.5. So this, this number's been moving back and forth all day. You can still get 223 if you want to play it over, but playing on the theory, and the market agreed initially uh, that this total is somewhat low. Spurs have a couple of guys out with COVID issues, most importantly being DeJounte Murray, but haven't been good defensively. I think this has the uh, makings of a higher scoring affair. So we'll go over 222.5. In Spurs, right. Raptors. Yeah, we talked about that yesterday. I was watching some of the clips from that Raptors game last week at home. It's just, yeah. it's a strange, depressing. strange. It is a little bit depressing to watch those NBA games with no fans in the stands, but that's a case up in Canada. Yep. Uh, and then to reiterate, nothing, uh, nothing <laughs> to add here today for the NFL. Uh, but Eagles plus three, 49ers plus five and a half. It looks like that's a pretty good number because yeah. that's down to four now. 
Uh, and then the Raiders plus three against the Chargers. Feel better about that now that we, it uh, looks like, are going to get Darren Waller back on the field in Las Vegas. Raiders. Yeah, pretty optimistic about that, too. And that's one reason I made that bet on the Raiders. And uh, I like your bet on the Niners, too. The more I looked at that game last night, I think that's the side. Uh, taking five or so with uh, the 49ers against the Rams. That number's dropping to four and a half yep. at a lot of spots. Uh, so no changes in the NFL for me yet today. Going to wait on some information on some of these games. You don't want to jump too soon and take a bad number with the Eagles, right? Yep. Uh, college hoops tonight. Talked about these two games in depth already. Minnesota plus seven against Illinois. Eli and I have not played since December 22nd. I've had COVID issues throughout the team. And this is a 10-1 and Gophers team. I think it's going to be a live home dog tonight. Uh, LSU, I played minus one over Kentucky. And uh, talked about those this morning with Mitch and Paul on Follow the Money. LSU up to a two-and-a-half point favor. A little bit surprised that LSU steamed up to two-and-a-half at this point. This is a – Will Wade's not known as a great defensive coach, but if you look at the defensive efficiency of uh, LSU, very impressive uh, so far uh, right uh, now, this season. The best defense in the country yeah. by uh, adjusted defensive efficiency He's ratings. an offensive yep. coach. And that's yeah. so – it's been a little surprising to see that, but I think this LSU team's legit. So uh, we're going to bet against Kentucky in its second true road game. The first true road game was a loss at Notre Dame. That's a bad ND team. I will say this, the Wildcats have been hot. Uh, they've been playing really well over the last four games. So I'm, I'm looking forward to both of those games tonight in the Big Ten and the SEC. Nothing in college? Oh, yeah. College football yeah. stays the same. Yeah. I just yeah, got yeah, the yeah. Uh, I've got bets on K-State at a good number. Uh, three and a half, I think, is what I put out on this show. K-State minus three and a half, and then Alabama, Alabama. plus three against Georgia. Jimmy Odd didn't take a stand, but it sounded like he leans to uh, Bama yeah. in the uh, all-SEC championship game. Uh, like I said yesterday, you give me the be- much better coach, much better quarterback. In the underdog role, I'll take the three with Bama. I played Bama the first time around, uh, plus six and a half. I'm going to stick with the uh, the tide side in the title game, 50-47 and 47 on this show in college football. Much better in point spread weekly, 51-38 and 38 in the magazine, which is going to be out tomorrow. Yep. Uh, I wanted to uh, clarify, too, John Morant last night. So 36 points, 14-22, uh, four consecutive games or 30 or more points. So he goes for five straight tonight against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah, he's been outstanding. He has been, and uh, it's an interesting matchup with the Cavs. Is he, is he in the MVP discussion he might be. He's so he's the favorite to win most improved player of the year, right? Because his numbers are like a lot better uh, from an efficiency standpoint than they were a year ago. Uh, I would think if they maintain this pace, look, they're ten, eleven games above five hundred. If they win potentially a top four seed in the Western Conference, I think. I mean, he's probably in the conversation, whatever that means. I'll say this. I mean, Steph Curry's been really good. He did. He wasn't actually great last night. He only hit one three point shot. He was pretty poor from the field. And Kevin Durant's been really good too. But I, like, I think you can really make it art. You like poke a lot of holes in both of their resumes right now for MVP. Mm-hmm. I think they're just two really good players that are playing extremely well, and their teams have good records. But I think if you dig a little bit deeper, like a real resume that is much better than both of those is a guy like Nikola Jokic, even though the team's not doing well. What he means to that team when he's on and off the court, it is staggering how bad they are. They're a team statistically that is worse than like the Pistons, the Rockets, the Magic without Nikola Jokic on the floor. Right. But when he's on the floor, they're a team that is on par with the Golden State Warriors statistically. Like, it's crazy. And, by the way, they beat the Warriors. Uh, but to your point, John Morant's been nuts. He's been incredible. But when you win 10 out of 11 games without him, is he that valuable to your team? That's, that's the thing. I was thinking about that uh, last night when I was, looking in, I was watching that uh, Warriors game because, to me, Stephen Curry's a clear front runner to win MVP. It's not Kevin Durant. I think it's Curry. Mm. Well, I mean, we, and we haven't even mentioned, you know, it could be, it should be, might be the front runner who's 35 to 1, who hit game winning buckets on back to back nights, and his team is first in the Eastern Conference. DeMar DeRozan. Uh, DeMar, he's, oh, yeah. been, DeMar he's been incredible. He's been really good, too. Actually, um, yeah, he, he's not getting any hype. And that's, that's funny you said that because I, I like DeRozan, and I wasn't even thinking of him in MVP terms. LeBron, the Lakers, uh, you're just not doing it right now. Luka Doncic and the Mavericks, been no. a little bit disappointing. Yep. You know, so you start to look. Who is the front runner? I think it's got to be Curry, Durant's there, but John Morant's going to get consideration. Demar Derozan, like you just said, that's a, that's a good point. Those two guys got to get a look. What are the best numbers you can find out there in the market on those two guys? Because uh, it might be w- worth a look at a long shot price at a 
at John Morant or DeMar DeRozan. Did you see DeRozan last night? Mike North tweeted this out in Chicago. I thought it was pretty good because I'm old school and I love guys who make free throws. And I love guys who practice free throws and don't oh, shoot threes started, yeah. all the time. DeRozan shot seven for 13 from the free throw line last night. Yep. If you bet on games every night, you appreciate guys who can make free throws, too. Throw, yes. Yeah. And uh, DeRozan, 7 for 13. After the game, he's out on the court in an empty arena, and he shot 250 free throws. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see the number. Did he shoot 250? Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Now, I will say, it also brings up one of my favorite moments from Stan Van Gundy's tenure as head coach of the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, there was a game where Zion, I think, missed like eight free throws. Like, he got to the line, and they asked him about it. Like, don't you love to see your guy out there practicing free throws? He's like, I mean, uh, it's great, but I wish they would practice defense. <laughs> 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 Which is a very good point. But uh, uh, And today, too, by the way, there's only four games, uh, five games in the NBA. It's not the best card uh, overall. Lakers are in action tonight. That number's down to six with a total of 230.5 against the Sacramento Kings. And uh, Phoenix on the road against the New Orleans Pelicans, seven with a total of 224.5. Uh, and then Pacers taking on the Knicks. Knicks three-point favorite with a total of 207. Knicks uh, becoming the team we kind of expected. Hmm? Not a great team, the New York Knicks. Not a great team. No, but, but hey, man, everybody was excited at the beginning of the year because it got up to a good start. Hey, we got the return of golf this week. Oh, the Century excited. Tournament of Champions at Kapalua in uh, Maui. Uh, a couple plays I've got on the board. Justin Thomas, 9-1. to Xander Shoffley, 12-1. to Wes Reynolds is going to join us on the show tomorrow to talk about the first uh, big golf tournament of 2022. Can't wait. I actually had a, a decent year betting golf last you year. You did? So hopefully. And keep that up. Going into this had the Masters winner. That's right. It felt like an eternity ago. My guys in the desert coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.